Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Okay, guys, welcome to today's episode where we are talking about all of those family members and friends who give you too much stuff. Okay, this comes up a lot, a lot, and it has come up since day one of me opening the Motherhood Simplified group when I started asking the moms in the group, like, what are your struggles with your clutter? And specifically, what is the struggle with the clutter in your home? Like, where is it coming from? Why do you have so much? And I'm going to um, shout out to Danielle. She is an original member of Motherhood Simplified. She's been with us since day one. She is my buddy from Alaska. We played soccer together. And she said this, that her her home is largely cluttered because of her mother-in-law and because of everything that she sends her all of the time. Okay. And I'm just sharing this story because Danielle has, she's figured it out. She's come out on the other side okay. And it's because she did these things that I recommend to you guys that we're going to talk about. But I'm going to be a little bit honest with you guys right now. And it might feel like it's a little offensive or maybe like I'm getting a little bit too personal <laughs> with this right now. But it's because I've been through it. I've watched several of the moms in Motherhood Simplified go through it, and we often, our houses are so overwhelming, right? They're so overwhelming that anything that anybody gives us is that much more overwhelming, right? We're like, our house is already cluttered, and she won't stop bringing stuff into our house. And what we do is magnify what it is that they're giving us and how much space it takes up in our home and how burdensome it is to have a house full of stuff already and somebody else continuing to come into our home and add more to it, right? And sometimes we exaggerate it, okay? Because like I said, our house is already overwhelming. So we're magnifying the problem. We're shining a bigger light on these easy to pinpoint targets like people giving us stuff in excessive amounts. So we might dramatize it. We might exaggerate it. We might not realize that we are doing that because everything is just so overwhelming and we're trying to figure out why and we're trying to point and, and figure out where it's coming from, right? So we're like, her, that mother-in-law, she keeps giving me too much stuff and that is why my house is cluttered, right? And no, it's not. She is not why your house is cluttered. She gives you stuff. She gives you more stuff than you need or want, but she is not the reason that your house is cluttered because it's your home and you are the gatekeeper of your home and you get to decide what stays and what goes, okay? So it's not cluttered because people give you stuff. It's cluttered because you're choosing to keep it, right? And the next part of this that I want to talk to you guys about is that whenever so this conversation comes up, whenever somebody says, you know, how do I deal with this? I'm going to start asking you the same question every time, okay? So if you haven't asked this in the group yet, this is going to be my answer to you. 
first is getting, I want to get a feel for like what you have done in your home as far as decluttering. Like how much have you decluttered? How seriously have you taken this? And how much purging have you actually done to make forward progress? Because I've seen it over and over and over again, the moms that have this issue and the moms that take action against their clutter and start to declutter no longer feel like the mother-in-law is the problem and no longer feel like the person giving them the stuff is the problem because their home is less overwhelming and they can see it for what it is. So that's the first thing that I want to get a feel for is like, what have you, what have you decluttered? <laughs> Jessica, what have you decluttered so far? How far into this process are you before we start pushing the blame onto other people, right? I want you to take ownership of your home and I want you to take progress inside of your home on what you can control first. And then after you've done that, I want to ask you what kind of conversations have you had with these people who are giving you too much, right? So a lot of times the answer is crickets, meaning you haven't had a conversation with them about it yet. You're hoping that they're on the same page as you. You're living from your own perspective of like, can't they see that I want my house to be uncluttered and totally clutter-free, yet here they are still giving me this, this stuff, but I haven't had a conversation with them about it yet. So if you haven't had the conversation yet, of course, there's not really anything to be done. They're, they're totally unaware of what you're wanting and what you're expecting if you haven't had the conversation, right? Or Maybe you've had a very low key and passive conversation, right? Maybe you've in passing been like, man, I decluttered my house and it feels so good, right? And they're like, oh my gosh, cool, yay. And then move on. They don't realize that you are actually really overwhelmed and you are actually wanting to live a simplified life with a clutter-free home, right? But you haven't had that conversation yet. They're not, they're not with you. They're not where you're at. And that's not their fault, right? <clears throat> That's not their fault. They can only meet you where you're at and they can only meet you where you're at if you tell them where you're at, right? They're not gonna know if you don't tell them, right? So those are the two things to focus on first. Decluttering what you can inside of your home and having conversations about what you're doing. Okay, so when you have conversations with them, don't make it about them make it about you. Okay. Because if you make it about them, it's, and, and this is where you have to be mindful of how important the relationship is or how important the stuff is, right? Because when we have these kinds of conversations where we're heated and we're frustrated and we're upset, a lot of times it can come across as us putting more value on things versus the relationships and not being mindful of like, maybe this person's love language is gifts or, or whatever. Um, so I got, I got kind of off track there. So share with them what you're doing in your home, share with them why you're doing it, share with them how it's going for you, the benefits that you're feeling, the changes that are happening because you've decluttered things like, oh my gosh, like I massively purged the kids toys, like just went crazy last week. And I got rid of like over 75% of their toys. And guess what? My house is so peaceful and the kids are playing so nicely. I never want to go back to having that many toys again. Right. And have these kinds of conversations with them where you are explaining to them, like what's going on in your home 
and how it's affecting you and how it's affecting your kids because they're going to hear that. They're going to be interested. They're going to be more receptive to you in the future when you're like, Hey, for Christmas, like no obligation to get us anything at all, you know, save your money for your family or save your money and blah, 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 or save your money and come fly to see us instead. Like we would much rather open the door and see your smiling face instead of, you know, open the door and have a bunch of Amazon boxes. And by having these kinds of conversations beforehand and kind of paving the way and laying the foundation and filling them in on these lifestyle changes that you are making, they're going to be more receptive and open to hearing what you have to say, right? Instead of feeling like they're blindsided by it. Like, oh my gosh, what? You don't like toys? Like, you don't like what I'm getting you? Like, I'm spending my money on you and you're not grateful for it, right? Like, cause that's how it, that's how it will come across if you're not laying this foundation and if you're not making it about you, right? Make it about you. Do not make it about them. Do not make it about like restricting them and what they can and cannot give you. Um, because that's coming from the wrong place and that's coming at it with the wrong intentions. Okay. So another way, okay. If you don't feel comfortable, like having conversations over the phone or via text, or you just don't want to, you know, have these kinds of conversations with everybody over and over again, use your social media. Okay. Make posts about it. Share pictures of what you've decluttered, share pictures of your donation bags, share pictures and stories about taking all your stuff to Goodwill and packing up your car, share stories about how much relief you're feeling, how easy it is to keep up on your laundry and your dishes and your toys, and be a living example of it because people, guess what? They're nosy on social media. They're going to see it. They're going to be curious. They're going to remember that especially when it comes up, you know, in the future for like birthdays and holidays and those kinds of things, like you're going to be paving the path of like, Hey, it's no surprise, right? That we're not expecting you to get us a bunch of stuff for our kid's birthday or, Hey, it's no surprise that, yeah, you know, like we're, if you want to get our kids something, we would love it. If you got them a, a museum pass or a Crayola experience pass or whatever, right? So it's about making it about you and not them first and paving the way. You got to be a leader, okay? A lot of what I talk about with you guys as moms is being a leader, being a leader inside of your home, being a leader among your peers, being a leader among your family and paving the way and doing your thing and letting people follow that, okay? They're going to. Janelle says that actually works. I didn't even know some people were paying attention to me. Yeah, it does work. And when you're sharing those kinds of things, because people do get curious down the road, like how cool would it be if you got to help them do the same thing for their family, right? You're experiencing all these benefits and having these great things happen. Like why wouldn't you want your friends and family to know about that and get on board with you? Right. And it's just a much better approach than being kind of like a dic dictator. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that, but that's what I mean. Instead of being like a dictator about it and being like, I'm sick of you bringing this stuff into my house. Like my house is already cluttered. Stop it. And we talked about it a little bit on the birthday episode, but when that happens, we are modeling to our kids how to receive gifts and gifts and, and things and support and help from people. 
if people give us stuff and we're griping about it, our kids are going to be griping about it too. Our kids are not going to understand that a, giving somebody a gift is an expression of love, right? They're going to see gifts as a burden. They're going to be like, oh, like mom doesn't like that. Or maybe because kids can't internalize things, mom doesn't like that person. Um, and just have this really negative experiences tied to gifting and giving and receiving, which should be an expression of love, of gratitude, of appreciation. And it should be easy, right? Instead of burden and frustration and like fighting over, right? Like, and that's what it comes to a lot of times is like people fighting over this and, and being mean to each other over it because somebody thought of you and wanted to give you something. And yes, there are exceptions. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, I just want to remind you guys that you are the gatekeeper of your home, okay? Whatever somebody gives you, you are not obligated to keep, okay? The gift is in the giving, not the keeping. And if you think about it, if it helps to think about it very practically, hey, Lindsay, we're not meant to keep everything forever, right? We can't keep things forever. We can't keep all gifts forever. We can't keep all things that are given to us in the form of hand-me-downs forever. That would be crazy. That is how you end up on an episode of Hoarders, right? So you have to have this kind of revolving door in your home of things coming in and things going out. And you bring in the majority of your stuff, right? And then other people will be giving things to you as well. Hang on, I wanna write down this story. Um, but, when it comes to having these conversations with people, laying the foundation, like I said before, letting them know what you're doing, letting them know why you're doing it, sharing with them the benefits, you know, the breakthroughs, the aha moments that you've had, that lays the foundation. But in the event that you have something that is just happening way too much and in way too, way too big of an amount, way too often, and it warrants a conversation about having a boundary, the intention behind what you're saying matters. Okay, now, if you have not taken steps to declutter your home and really move forward, I don't think that it's fair, or if you haven't, haven't, haven't taken steps to stop the inflow of stuff coming in from you too, meaning stopping your, your trips to Target, your trips to Dollar Tree, your late night Amazon orders, those kinds of things. If you haven't done that yet, I don't think it's fair for you to ask somebody else to stop doing it to you too, right? Because that means that you're like pointing the blame at everybody else and being like, she's the reason my house is cluttered, right? When you haven't looked in the mirror yet and you haven't faced the fact that a lot of your clutter did come from you. A lot of your clutter did come from overconsumption and finding a good deal and mindlessly shopping, right? But if you do have to have that kind of conversation and you have taken steps to declutter your home, not saying that it has to be perfect, but you really have done some, some deep work on making progress for yourself and figuring out where you want to go with this. And you've shared with them and you've told them like what you're doing and you've done all of the things and they're still showing up on your doorstep every Monday with 18 bags of stuff, right? Remember what I said at the beginning that maybe sometimes we're a little bit dramatic and exaggerate how much is actually given to us. <laughs> um, then you can have an honest conversation about boundaries and say, hey, like I gotta be honest with you. I've been working really hard 
on clearing out my home. I've been working really hard on changing what I bring into my home and being mindful about what we're consuming and how much we have. And it gets kind of hard for me to take all this stuff from you all the time because it's just more decisions that I have to make, right? It's more stuff that I have to filter through. It's more stuff that I have to put into my car. It's more stuff that I have to, you know, explain to my kids like why we're still decluttering and what we're doing. And I would really appreciate it if you slowed it down, right? And make sure that you know, like, it's not them, right? You just laid a whole foundation of everything that you are doing and making it about yourself. I'm doing this. I've been doing this. I'm trying to do this. And would you please help make it easier for me to continue doing that? Because right now it's not working. It's making it harder for me, right? So make it about you and keep it about you. Don't make it about them. And, um, I think that that honestly is why people like Danielle have been successful. She has decluttered her own home. She has taken ownership of her role as the gatekeeper of her home. Guys, her mother-in-law, she was, sorry, Danielle, I'm going to ask you if you're okay with me putting this on the public podcast, but um, she got a lot of stuff from her mother-in-law. Okay. And she didn't want to keep getting all that stuff. We, we joke about Danielle's whisks. Okay. She had 17 whisks. Like it was probably one of those times that you really didn't need to have a conversation, but because Danielle decided to take ownership of her home, to share what she was doing along the way, to have these conversations about why she was doing it along the way, she, she didn't have to make it about her mother-in-law anymore. She, I know that they did have conversations. I don't know exactly what they were, but Danielle made it about herself. And whether her mother-in-law got on board or not, it doesn't matter because Danielle has figured out that it's on her. She is the gatekeeper of her home. She gets to decide what stays and what goes. And she's no longer pointing the finger at the neighbor down the street who gave her hand-me-downs or the mother-in-law that sends 18 boxes of stuff every week. Listen to yourself and, and ask yourself before you complain about them, if you are exaggerating it or if it's really that bad. Um, and it, it will help. Okay. It will help. Now I want to tell you guys a story because sometimes we exaggerate it. Sometimes we don't. But when I lived in Florida, I had a friend my best friend in Florida was like 65. <laughs> she was, I, I think I've told you guys the story, but I haven't told you guys the story in a long time. So she was 65. She owned like 12 different Montessori private schools. She did very well for herself. She built an empire. She had this beautiful, gorgeous home that was full of beautiful, expensive decor and things for, you know, things that she had accumulated over the years. And when I was friends with her, she viewed Derek and Brie like her grandkids because she didn't have any grandkids. So we would go over there and she was in the process of downsizing her home because she was getting older and she didn't want to have to maintain such a big house with so much stuff in it. And literally every time I would go over to her house, she would fill my car up to the brim, to the brim 
of kids' toys because she worked at the Montessori school. So she had a lot of that stuff in her house. She was trying to sell it all on eBay. Um, and I know that she had the best of intentions of like, they're a young family. I can give them some beautiful things. I can give their kids some great toys. Um, but it was too much. Literally to the brim, I would get the kids in the car seat and her and her husband would just, just stuff the car. The front seat was full. The back seat was full. Everything, the trunk was full. One time, literally, they um, strapped a bed frame to the back of my car on my tiny little, I think I was driving like a Kia Spectra at the time. Um, the back of my tiny little car trunk was this bed frame. <laughs> and that, that was like an excessive amount. And this was after I had decluttered my home, right? Cause we moved to Alaska to Florida. It was when I was living in Florida. So a lot of it, I was like, this is really cool. This is exciting. Like I have nothing. <laughs> I only brought one suitcase each. Like I could really use some of this stuff. And then I'd bring it into my house and realize that none of it was my style. None of it fit in my house. I didn't like any of it. And after like the first carload or two, I would bring it home and try and like piece it together and see if I liked it and see what, what could stay and what I wouldn't, wouldn't stay. Um, and then I would donate it all because the Goodwill drop-off thing was like a minute from my house. I would donate it all. But then I started when I would leave her house because literally every time this would happen, I stopped even bringing it at home. I just felt like I was more of like the middleman between her and Goodwill. <laughs> and she didn't care. She didn't care. Um, I was always grateful. I was like, just, I was grateful and I was appreciative of it because that's a lot of stuff to give me that she could have sold for thousands and thousands of dollars on eBay, right? But she didn't, she was like young family, you know, young kids, they're working hard. I'll give them something nice, right? And that is what most of the people in your life are doing for you when they give you too much. They're not trying to burden you. They're not trying to make your life harder. They're not trying to guilt you or make you feel like you have to take all their stuff. They have stuff. And they're like, I bet you, whoever, oh, Janelle, I bet you Janelle, you know, Janelle has four kids. I bet you she'd be really happy to receive these eight boxes of toys because she has four kids. That's two boxes of toys per kid. That's great, right? But they haven't been living like Janelle. They haven't been making the changes that she's been making. They haven't been decluttering their home either. And Janelle hasn't been telling her about it. So she doesn't know that that's where Janelle's at, right? And then it, then you can kind of see where the breakdown is, right? Your friends and your family are trying to do something nice for you. They are trying to give you things that they think will help you, that they think you could benefit from. Not knowing you don't want that and you don't want to live like that. Janelle. <laughs> I know, Janelle, I just had to, I just, I had to pick a name. I had to pick a name, any name, but um, does that make sense, guys? So I hope that this helps you be less frustrated with those people in your life. And I hope that it gives you a better perspective on how to approach this and where the breakdown is and view it in a different way so that when people give you something, you can receive it with gratitude and you can learn to say no thank you with grace and appreciation. There are several times where people will say, like James had a, um, a guy at work who has a baby who's like uh, maybe like a month or two older than Tara, a girl, a month or two older than her. And they're always asking us, do you want our baby clothes? Because it's their first baby. They, 
they, they openly admit they have too much. I don't think they even know, like I have a podcast dedicated to, to this and I'm about to record a, an episode on simplified baby gear, but, um, they're always asking us, do you want this? Do you want this? Like she outgrew this. Do you want this? Do you want this? And we're always like, thanks for thinking of us, but we actually got all of our stuff. Like we're good. Thank you. And say no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. Right. And it's like, no harm, no foul. That person doesn't care. They're going to move on to the next. They're going to be like, okay, they won't take our stuff. Got to find the next person who might take it because they have too much of their own stuff themselves. Anyway, they're on different pages. They're on different pages than you. Um, and I think we covered it all. I think we've covered it all in this episode. <laughs> if this was helpful for you, let me know. If you need more help in having these conversations with people and starting these conversations with people, join the Motherhood Simplified group because you can bounce ideas off there, get your ideas and your words flowing so that you can do this easier, right? Um, get into the group. We can help you with that. And if you haven't done step one of what we talked about here is like focus on what you can do in your home, actually start decluttering your home, actually start making changes in your home and you need help getting started, get inside of the Motherhood Simplified group too, because we are your people. We are moms on a mission to declutter our homes just like you. I hate to tell you this, but your, your situation of being a mom trying to declutter is not unique to you. There's a bunch of us trying to do it. And we all have the same kind of roadblocks of like, my kids are getting in the way. They're undoing all my work. I don't have time. I can't get the baby off of me. <laughs> and I'm trying to get rid of all this stuff, right? Um, we get you, we get you. So get inside of the group so that we can do that. But step one is to declutter your home first. And it will make it so that you are no longer frustrated by these people giving you too much. And giving is really an expression of love. And you'll be able to see it in that way moving forward instead of being so upset about it like you are now. All right. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it <laughs> because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. 
It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me on your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.